Many are getting rich. Many are failing. And many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become an overcomer in this end time through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa. Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith, the Holy Spirit, and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is a senior pastor of Overcomers Nation Church and president of Ebenezer Okonifa Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's Word through His special servant. And now, today's message. Come on, lift up your hands wherever you are and begin to love your daddy. Begin to love your daddy. Begin to love your daddy. Yes, begin to love your daddy. Balaba Shandala Babaya. Come on, is that loving the Lord? Love him now, love him now, love him now. Lift up your hands to him right now. Give him some glory. Rabo Shandala Bakante. Oh, Labalaba Shandala Babata Dolobo. Mandala Bababa Shabrandala And Solomon loved the Lord. Mandala Baba Shabala Baba Lebelebelebe Mandala Bebe Kabala Babosha Epandala Bebe Shabala Babasha Epandala Bebe Shabala Babasha Epandala Bebe Shabala Babasha Epandala Bebe Shabala Babasha Mandala Bebe Shabala Babasha Kabala Babasha Kabala Babasha Kabala Babasha Kabala in the name of Jesus Christ. Lift up your right hand to the Lord. Father, Father tonight, tonight I, declare I declare my heart is open, my, heart my is mind open. is ready my mind to is receive ready. humility, receive the, word the word of God that can change my life. Say, Father, tonight, minister to me, let my life never be the same again. Say, Father, settle me financially in Jesus' name. Somebody shout a big amen. amen. Give a clap of praise to the Lord. Can you take your seat? Hallelujah. Give a shout of praise to the Lord. You know we like some small noise. Eh? Some, when we come and the enemy didn't do that. Now I say I am mad. I say make some Holy Ghost crazy noise. Uh, hallelujah. Listen to me, every man of God and what they like. Well, some people like sanctimonious piety. Yes. And when you give it to them, the anointing flows. Me, I like noise. Amen. So when you make noise, my anointing works for you. But, uh, hallelujah. I said, give the Lord a shout. Amen and amen. Yeah. You know, my friend, Pastor Benji, he likes everything is cool. So that's how he also flows. Amen and amen. But me too, I also saw Jesus shout, all heal. <laughs> That means that everybody shouts, glory to Jesus Christ. And uh, it ministers to me. So when I see you shouting excited like that, then my spirit comes alive. And all of a sudden I begin to prophesy. What do you think? Hallelujah. Wave your right hand to the Lord. Say, Jesus, locate me today. Say, Jesus, locate me today. Today we came to trust God to deal with financial issues. Are we together? 
Yeah, every struggle to deal with financial issues. And as he's dealing with financial issues, he will deal with every other issue regarding our lives. I said he will deal with every other issue regarding our lives. I said he will deal with every other issue regarding our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ. And when we talk about God's intervention in the area of finances, it is no magic. It is no magic. It just obeys principles. There are spiritual principles that have been set. Okay, unfortunately, there are many people who need God's help financially, but they don't come for such meetings like this. And so they are expecting that a certain prophet will come and just prophesy one million dollars to them. But you see, one million dollars that you just received by miracle without establishment in principles, that money it will be blown, it will disappear. You don't even know where he went to. Glory to Jesus Christ. But when you learn how to gradually build wealth spiritually, oh my goodness, you receive sustained income. I was just listening to the testimony that our brother Emmanuel was sharing, and like this is practical. Are we together? This is very, very practical. It wasn't as though, you know, there are some testimonies you are not really asking for the thing, and then it came to you and you celebrate. That, that one is it, nice. But then. It, it, it doesn't really, it doesn't really uh, uh, appeal to a certain level of faith. But when you didn't, uh, you have the need, and you don't know where the money is going to come from. But then now you have the money, you have the need for that money or the need for that uh, miracle, and then you apply spiritual principles to get that thing specifically. Then that is another level of faith. Are we together? Are, are we together? No, are you understanding me? This is not as though somebody just came to bless him with 2,000 Ghana cities and he decided that I'm going to, do, I'm going to get the license done with that 2,000 Ghana cities. No. There was first the need. And then there was the problem. Which, the, which problem was where is the money going to come from? Amen. The problem of empty pockets. The pr- problem of limited bank accounts. Are we together? The problem of you don't know who is owing you that you're going to get. That, ah, we are the maker, is it? Let me chase that person and then the person will give me that money. No. So, there's no, literally, natural speaking, there's no real hope of somebody that you can go and take that money from. So, when you decide to apply the word of God, that one is, it, I hope you are getting me. It's just like somebody who, was, who wanted some financial intervention and the first thing he could think about was, let me go to a bank for a loan. Let me go to a bank for a loan. I remember I tried to discourage him. I said, ah, brother, we are people of faith. Eh? Let's start to try go by faith. He said, Papa, by, by faith I'm going to the bank. <laughs> Amen. And by faith he went to the bank. And by faith he has now received a loan. And by faith he will pay that loan with interest. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. And the money that he needed is not greater than the money that he got by faith. And he's not paying interest. It's at peace. It's free. Are we together? Are we together? Sometimes we need to learn to try this faith thing. If you don't try it, you don't grow. And you'll be in church and you'll be screaming, Amen, 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 Amen. And still things will not work for you. And so you begin to decide to exercise that faith. And gradually, gradually build it up. Today it has worked for 2,000 cities. Tomorrow it's worked for 20,000. And when it works for 20,000, it will not work for 200,000. And if it works for 200,000, it will now work for 2 million Ghana cities. No, that is how it works. It is real. 
you can actually walk with God by faith, step by step, and see incremental advancement in the wealth, incremental advancement in your material resources. You can actually literally take yourself out of poverty into supply. And I am a living example of that. The things that I'm teaching you, they are not like some anansism or some story or something that I heard somewhere and I think I'm going to use it to... In fact, if you came, you realize that some of the preachings, the teachings, they were not like the exciting ones that you see, fire prophecy. No, no, because it is principles. I know people like the fire prophecy one. It was now, yeah, you are going to make it ah, in your business. No, there are times for that. But you see, the issue is that those which are hot air, they don't last. But when it is established on principles of scriptures, the word cannot be broken. You realize that it becomes more lasting and the results more enduring. The results more enduring. The results more enduring. So you can literally intentionally use the word of God for your profit. You can literally intentionally use the word of God for your advancement and for your increase. You can literally intentionally use the word of God to see upgrade in your finances. Glory to Jesus Christ. I said glory to Jesus Christ. I said glory to Jesus Christ. Oh, we give you praise, Lord. Amen and amen. I said amen and amen. That was a beautiful testimony. That was a beautiful testimony. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. God is going to do something great for you. Do you believe it? I said, do you believe it? Do you believe it? You can actually work it out. Miracles are not accidents. Miracles are not accidents. Glory to the name of the Lord. So, you can actually work it out practically. On Monday, I was sharing with you about God's covenant or the blessing of prosperity. And I shared with you on becoming. Monday, that was what I started. Becoming. Meaning you can start from a place where you have nothing and then actually God can change you. The Bible says that uh, do your beginning may be small, your latter end can greatly or will greatly increase. So your beginning may be a, a place, you may start from a place where nobody wants to start from. Maybe as you are speaking right now, you don't even have a proper place where you, you can lay your head down. Maybe as you are speaking right now, your bank account is either zero or in a negative. Somebody is over here, you are only, only MTN is looking for you over here. Because I, had, I saw them on the junction, they said they are looking for somebody. They saw the person pass here, I because I am a good pastor. I said, no, nobody here is right. So, so if you are here, please, MGN is speaking for you. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. Mm, maybe you are that person. But you see, you can actually upgrade. Though your beginning may be small, I see a greater end coming for you. I said, I see a greater end coming for you. I said, I see a greater end coming for, it, for you. Somebody may be here, even the shoes, one-way shoe. It is not because you like that shoe. It's God that's the only shoe that you have. Are we together? I said, are we together? God can actually start working, can help you get a greater end. So we upgraded and we went to talk about the kingdom, kingdom prosperity. That we belong to a prosperous kingdom. And our God, the king of that kingdom, is a rich God. He's rich in everything. 
The Bible says, my God, Paul told the Philippian church, my God shall supply your need according to his riches in glory in Christ. Hallelujah. So God has a glorious rich source by which he is able to supply the needs of his people. The Bible tells us in Deuteronomy 28, verse number 12, that God will open, open unto you his good treasure. His good treasure, meaning that a place of abundance in the heaviness, and it's a good treasure, a treasury of God. It is like a bank, a reservoir in heaven that God can open for his children. I pray that God will open it for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. And when he opens it for you, that is where your abundance also begins to flow from. Your abundance begins to come from that place. Listen, if you are, if, if you are lacking, especially in the, area of, in the area of finances, you become despised. The Bible says that a poor man is despised. His wisdom is despised. His wisdom saved the city. But at the end of the day, he was still a poor man and despised him. Because... Poverty. Nobody wants to associate with poverty. Nobody wants to associate with poverty. Now, who are the poverty associations over here? A poverty association of Ghana. Where are they? Where are the members? Chairman? Secretary? Huh? They didn't come. Hey, so you and so which association do you belong to? Rich people's association. Rich girls' association. Rich guys' association. Come on, you are my people. You are the ones that I've been looking for. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So, they sacked the poor man. He was despised. We belong to a rich kingdom. We belong to a rich kingdom. And I shared with you that there are two realms of life. There are two realms of life. Number one, there's a realm of just enough. God is helpful in that area. He will give you just what you need to live your daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. Something that will just sustain you for the moment. Give us this day our daily bread. What you need to enjoy just for that moment. He can give it to you. But there is a realm beyond give us this day our daily bread. That's the scripture. Ecclesiastes 19. The poor man's wisdom is despised. It is wisdom, but it is despised because he's a poor man. Why is the poor man do say that if you are so wise, why is it that your wisdom <laughs> is not making you rich? So wisdom even with a poor man is not they don't like it. They don't like it. So you need to be rich. And thank God that in Christ you are rich already. Now what you are looking for is the manifestation of those riches. You are not a man looking to be rich, you are a rich man discovering your wealth. I say you are a rich woman discovering your wealth. Your amen will bring a manifestation to you. Lift up your right hand. Say, Father, open my understanding to your word. And then I shared with you about the covenant of prosperity. Deuteronomy chapter 8, the verse number 18. And the Bible says, that, And you shall remember the Lord your God, for he is the one that giveth thee power to get wealth. So, when God is giving you power, he doesn't give you power to get poverty. He gives you power to get well. Why? That he may establish his covenant, which is swore with your father even as it is this day. With your father even as it is this day. So the reason for giving them the power to get wealth, and I shared with you that the wisdom of God is not even just for you to be riches, for you to get to riches, but to get wealth. Riches is talking about liquid capital, financial abundance, but in wealth you are talking about assets. Having abundance of everything. 
Now you don't even think in terms of money. You, are, you think in terms of property. You think in terms of assets, land, houses, cars, various things that are to your name, gold, silver. You are taken beyond the liquid capital. Glory to Jesus Christ. And I share with you that, uh, 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 that money is used to control the poor. Money just used to control poor men. Uh, you can go and listen to the podcast. You will realize that you find out the truth over there. Glory to Jesus. And I shared with you that there are terms to the covenants. There are terms to the covenants. And then on Friday, I ended by sharing with you on the principle of seed faith. Let me tell you something. If you apply all of these things, my work is done. You move from wealth to wealth. Open your eyes. You move from wealth to wealth. From resource to resource. Amen and amen. It just means I've caught somebody. <laughs> amen and amen. Hallelujah. Who is the one that I caught? Are you the one? Are you the one? I have caught you. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. Amen. That devil that was trying to blow by your eyes, I slapped that devil left and right. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. They will not steal your blessing. One of the ways that by the way the devil steals our blessings that when it comes to the house of God, when God is releasing something for our benefit, the devil begins to blow by your eyes. And tells you that, uh, uh, lights out, please. <laughs> lights out. Why are the bodies over here? Lights out, please. My God. Uh, 9 p.m., 9.30 p.m. Everybody, hey, hey, phone one, boys. <laughs> lights out, please. Uh, we do have lights out over here. Glory to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Tonight, God is going to liberate somebody financially. As a sum, God is going to liberate somebody financially. Listen, all you need to do is just go and apply the confidence principles. 50 Ghana cities for 2,000 Ghana cities. Which, 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 this is even Namwon cannot give that. Oh, you are not getting it. Uh, even Namwon can, they don't give those kind of things. Only God can give that. I said, only God can give that. 50 Ghana cities for 2,000 Ghana cities. What are you talking about? Hey! 50 Ghana cities, me, I even thought that guy had done Susu and Savings and he had gone to collect the license. And now he was using spiritual mechanics. You see, and I love that testimony. It means that somebody is listening to me. It means that somebody is actually listening. The most painful thing for a man of God of my caliber, of my level, of my category, of my capacity, of my elevation. <laughs> hey, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> And to hear me who and come and preach and then nobody hears anything. Hey, it is painful like something. It was when I started preaching and teaching that I, I understood the teachers when they asked which part did you understand, they said the whole shoe. Hi. Ah, I used to say that oh see, why if the person doesn't understand it, why are you angry? Ah to have caught me. The whole shoe. What do you mean? So when I started twenty minutes ago you are not getting it. Why did you stop me? Uh, the whole shoe. Glory to Jesus Christ. Listen, the things that we are talking about, they are real. They are real. They can, listen, wisdom. I told you wisdom is stronger than demons. I told you wisdom is stronger than curses. So if your financial problem is caused by demons, the wisdom of God's word is stronger than them. Are you understanding me? Wisdom is stronger than witchcraft. Wisdom is stronger than occult power. I wish you understand. The Bible a city was besieged by a great king. A small city. A small city. 
Not a big city, a small city was surrounded by a great king, a greater city. And the Bible said that there was a poor but a wise man in that city. And the Bible said the wise man, by his wisdom, liberated the entire city. So wisdom is bigger. So the Bible, the reason why the ecclesiastical preacher was sharing that parable was because he wanted us to understand that wisdom is greater than strength. Wisdom is greater than weapons of warfare. Wisdom is greater than demonic forces that bind people. When you cast the wisdom concerning any matter, no, there's no definition of witch or wizard that can keep you bound. When you catch wisdom, now you pray the prayer in the name of Jesus. I break the devil. I bind the devil. I bind the devil. I bind. Oh no 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 no! It will reduce. It will reduce. I'm telling you, it will reduce. Ah, it will reduce because wisdom, wisdom is greater than strength. There was found in it a poor wise man, and by his wisdom he delivered the city. That's deliverance. Yet no man remembered that same poor man. No man remembered that same poor man. So, what the poor man should have done was to use his wisdom to deliver himself from poverty. I told you, there is faith for everything. There is wisdom from the scriptures that can bring you healing. There is wisdom from the scriptures that can give you a good marriage. There is wisdom from the scriptures that can help you have good friendships. There is wisdom from the Bible that can give you a good business. And you can have all of these things and yet still be a poor person. Because you have not accessed the wisdom that brings a financial overflow. And the wisdom that brings financial abundance is what I'm sharing you. Seed faith. Seed faith. Seed faith. He said, ah, this is what my father has been teaching me. Seed. 50 Ghana cities. You are looking for money and now you are giving out money. Does it make sense? But that is how the principle works. That is how the principle works. But even young guy, young lady, what do you mean? <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. So, we need to understand these things. Tonight, I'm just going to share with you briefly on something that the Lord began to teach me uh, on Wednesday as we were fasting and praying. As I was praying, the Lord began to bring to my understanding a certain wisdom concept, a certain spiritual concept that if we don't get, we will always be limited in life. We will always be limited in life. Everybody possesses what is called capacity. Everybody say capacity. Everybody possesses capacity. Capacity means volume. It means a measure. It means a quantity. So everybody possesses a certain level, one level of capacity or the other. And the Lord began to teach me that depending on your capacity, you will control a certain level of abundance. The prosperity that we control in our lives, the resources, the opportunities, the multitudes that we control in our lives is dependent on our individual capacity. On our individual capacity. You cannot grow beyond your capacity. You cannot grow beyond your capacity. Let me just uh, engage an illustration. Can you bring an empty bottle and then a bowl that is containing water? God is a God of abundance. The resources of God are without number, are without measure. If you can get a table, it will help. So, are without measure. So, God has overflow. 
He said that the silver is what? Mine. And the gold is mine. He said the cattle upon a thousand hills, they belong to us. They belong to me. Meaning God is limitless. God is limitless. Everything is available in God. He said that all things are yours, right? All things are yours. But how much of the all things can you take? How much of the all things can you take? Now, this is how many mils? Is it 500 mils? This is a 500 mil bottle, but aqua bottle. Okay, so it means that the capacity is 500 mils. Now, the water in here is more than 500 mils. And now God so this is the supply, the resources that God has made available. And this is who we are. And so we have a certain limited capacity. Come hold the microphone for me. Now, so you are asking God that God give me abundance. Give me abundance. Give me an abundance. And so God now begins to supply unto you abundance. As you are praying, God begins to fill you up. As he's filling up this bottle right now. Yes, there's some space over there. You keep praying. Give me abundance. Give me abundance. Now, you get to a certain point. This bottle gets full. This bottle gets full. Yeah. Is it full now? Hey, bottle gets full. <laughs> Time no call. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. Apply a little science over here to push the air out. <laughs> Glory to now. Hey, this bottle. All right. But let's see. Let's assume that the bottle is full. Amen. In fact, the Lakwaka is the level that they bring it to. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. Now, this is the capacity of this bottle, right? But is the water finished? But can more go into it? So no matter how much God will give, this is the only thing that it can take. Why? It is limited by capacity. It is limited by capacity. So if the capacity of the individual is for 500 mils, no matter the supply that God will give to it, it will, it will just fall on it and it will be wasted. It will come around it and be wasted. Pour over it and be wasted. Pour over it and be wasted. Some of us have realized that no matter how much money that we get, all the time our money comes back to a certain level. Whether if you have, you realize that, oh, a thousand Ghana cities, and it's almost all the time. If you get 20,000 Ghana cities, tomorrow you realize that there are so many expenses will come before you realize the only one that will be left with you will be thousand Ghana cities. Will be thousand Ghana cities. It's as though when you get, as income comes, outflow also appears. It's as though you didn't have any need or there were no problems. But when the money came, all of a sudden problems started coming. And before long, you get back to the same level. The Lord said that it is a problem of capacity. It is a problem of capacity. The problem is not with God. God has the overflow. God has abundance. But the reason we are not able to get more is because our capacity is limited. Our capacity is limited. Our capacity is limited. When I began to speak to me, I said, wow, this must be, this is serious. It means that if I want more, what must I do? What, if I want more, what must I do? I must go for a bigger bottle. I must increase capacity. Oh, somebody's not getting me over here. This is the secret for, to your next level. This is the secret to your next level. Some of us, the devil has brought all kinds of limitations to our natural capacity. So even as we are praying, and we come for miracle service, and God starts opening doors, opening doors, still at the end of the year, when the balance sheet is done, we are still down to square one. Capacity problem. 
It is not a problem about God's ability. It's a problem about your capacity. It's a problem with your capacity. So the Lord began to speak to me and he said, go and teach them how they can increase their capacity to receive abundance. So today my subject is developing capacity for abundant prosperity. Developing capacity for abundant prosperity. Thank you very much. Glory to Jesus. Somebody celebrate the Lord. Oh, I said celebrate the Lord. Celebrate the Lord. Look. The subject of capacity is very important because it talks about how much you can contain. And not only does it talk about how much you can contain, it also gives a reflection of how much you can give. How much you can give. That 500 mils that we put into that bottle, no matter how much you squeeze that bottle, it is only 500 mils that you can give. So if your capacity is limited, not only are you limited in what you can receive, but you are limited in how you can help other people. There are some of us over here, we can never help anybody who needs 1,000 Ghana cities. The only way you can help the person is through prayer. <laughs> you cannot go into account and withdraw 1,000 Ghana cities. Overdrive, Skraunia. Are you understanding me? The problem is capacity. So when we talk about increasing or developing capacity, it is not just about you receiving more, but it's also empowering you to be able to give more. Empowering you to be able to do more. Look, there are some ministries that have been working very hard, praying very hard, but they cannot even build a single, uh, a, a, a single building. And it's a problem of capacity. A problem of capacity. They cannot receive more and so they cannot give more. Some of us, the reason why every time there's a blessing that comes into our life, it's only 10 Ghana cities, 50 Ghana cities, 100 Ghana cities, 500 Ghana cities, we are not able to get more. You are not able to get more. Now, I thank God for my son because now he has increased his capacity to be able to receive 2,000 cities. So, did he say consistently 2,000 cities are coming? What that means is that he needs to increase capacity to now go to 5,000 Ghana cities. <laughs> And increase capacity to go to 10,000 Ghana cities. You need to increase capacity. Some of us, no matter how much we, 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 we edit our resume and our CV, every job that comes our way is job that pays 800 cities. Job that pays 1,000 Ghana cities. You say, I'm moving one company to the other. And then they say, okay, we'll add something to what you we are we, we, we receiving in the other company. We'll add 50 Ghana cities. Capacity. Tell somebody capacity. Tell somebody capacity. Instead of taking this serious and following what I'm saying, people are, some people are not minding me. But the thing is that you, the thing is about you too. I said, tell somebody capacity. <laughs> amen and amen and amen. Believe me, me, I was at my somewhere and I was praying my some prayer. I wasn't in prayer about capacity, and the Lord began to show me the secrets that it is about capacity. And I began to, immediately I set a new target for myself. I set a new target for myself for next year, my financial level that I want to get to. Why? Because if it's about capacity, then I have to increase my capacity towards where my vision, towards what I am looking for. Because he's just showing me that it is attainable. He said the problem is not him. He has all resources. One million dollars is nothing to God. One billion dollars is nothing to God. One trillion dollars is nothing to God. It is me that it's something for. It's something to. It is me. Oh, what do you think? Oh, I said, what do you think? Yeah, it is you that it's a matter to you. So, God, is, His capacity is infinite. Boundless. 
The problem is never God. The problem is always on our side. The problem is always on our side. So what do we need to do? Increase capacity. Tell somebody increase capacity. Tell somebody develop capacity. Look, Abraham's death in Genesis chapter 13, verse 14 to 16, it was about capacity. It was about capacity. The Bible says that God had blessed him to the point now. He and his uh, cousin, uh, nephew, Lord, they were contending with each other. That, ah, this, uh, this, the land has become too small for us, my goodness. God has blessed them so much. That the land is too small for us. No, so they decided to separate. The Bible said that when Lot looked, uh, uh, looked, he saw a beautiful land. He said, I want that part of the land. When he left, the Bible said that, and God came to Abraham and said, Abraham, lift up your eyes and look northward, southward, eastward, westward. My goodness. Uh, look, whilst uh, Lot was just looking in the east, one direction, when God came, he told Abraham to look in all directions. That means that the side that even Lot chose, God, hi, 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 has, has willed it to Abraham. Listen to me. Don't let your enemies stop you. Don't let your enemies deceive you. What they say they are taking from you, God says that he has even given that one to you with surplus and additions. He said, look, no for southward, eastward, westward, from the place where you are. Thank God he said from the place where you are. That means you can still be at one, that one location and still be able to project an increased capacity in the direction that you are looking for. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wish I had somebody who is ready for a miracle in this place. I wish I had somebody who is ready for God to change your finances. I wish I had somebody who is ready for God to change your story. Look, are you not tired of walking to church all the time? Can't you believe God that one day you can be driving here? Can't you believe that one day you, 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 you instead of going to pay trust from it, you be paying a full attendance? <laughs> oh, I don't know the last time I paid a trust from it. And now when I'm thinking of what, who I'm to pay, I'm thinking of who, the, which feeling station I, because the level has changed, the capacity has changed. Now what I am projecting towards is which of the hangers I will negotiate to keep my private, oh, somebody's not getting me. We must develop capacity. Increase capacity. Those days I used to wonder which uh, I need to get coins because this makes they are very tricky. They will tell you they don't have change so that they will keep your change. <laughs> it's like that. I like you say, hey, hell the mess. Hell yeah. Probably with wife and children, and you are fighting a mate in the state for fifty percent. Yes, yes, yes. Budget, hey, I say, oh, budget. But when there's a place you can get to, fifty percent is nothing. I said, fifty percent is nothing. I said, fifty percent is nothing. Yeah, you can even get to a place fifty cities will be nothing. Oh, I'm telling you. The other day somebody washed one of my trousers and said, Oh, I found 200 CDs in your pocket. I didn't even know it was there. It didn't affect my going in and coming out. (laughs) It didn't affect my going up and coming down. Glory to Jesus Christ. No, no, no. I, I, I didn't come and do fundraising. Uh, people of God, uh, the man of God, uh, I realized I was going to fundraise. So, you can ask me to So, you see, I will pay me, pay me, you know, 
no, no, no. I didn't. I didn't even feel it. But years ago, my God, <laughs> I'll start fasting and praying. That demon that attacked my hundred cities. Roko, Kopo, yeah. Musafa. But you see, capacity has changed. Capacity has changed. Capacity has changed. And because of that, certain things are not battles anymore. Kurabashataya. I feel the Lord putting a prophetic word in my spirit. Your battles are going to change. I say your battles are going to change. The battles, the small, small battles will no longer be battles for you anymore. Now when you are looking for battles, you are looking for 50,000 Ghana City battles. 50,000 dollars battles. Receive it right now. The lady person was saying that she she belongs to a certain group and they are they are raising funds for to support somebody at a funeral in Sawa in Sawa Obia minimum Obia a thousand Ghana thousand Ghana thousand that is somebody's salary two months the same what are you talking about that's somebody's rental. Somebody is fasting and praying, I'll find a radio. I need rent money. Rent money is in Sawa. <laughs> in Sawa to some. And, 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 and if you give 800, they say, oh, oh, nye, oh, nye, oh, nye, oh, nye, ni papapa. 800 Ghana cities. Somebody, a, whole, a certain clan, their whole is a wow. There were 500 people, they came together and they paid the 800 Ghana. <laughs> My God, my God. But we are becoming those group of people. Now what we are going to do is we'll be doing thousand dollars, thousand dollars. Glory to God. Why? We are changing levels. Tell somebody I'm changing levels. Why? You don't want to change I said tell somebody I'm changing levels. What? What are you talking about? It's a product of capacity. He said, look to eastward, southward, eastward, westward. He said, once you see the land that you see, he was talking about capacity. Meaning, if he saw only uh, one kilometer, that was it. If he saw 10 kilometers, that was it. If he saw 100 kilometers, that was it. If he saw 1,000, it is not dependent on God. God is limitless. It is about you, your capacity. I don't know whether someone is getting, are you getting the principle? Are you getting the principle? You see, so that means that you don't need to look down upon yourself. You don't need to get discouraged and say, ask for me, why am I from such a poor background? No, stop worry. stop those lamentations. Oh my God, you are not Jeremiah part 2. Stop those lamentations. And now begin to look at how can I increase my capacity? There was a time in my life. I couldn't get anybody to bless me up to 50 Ghana cities. If anybody will bless me, it's 5 cities, 10 cities, maximum 20 Ghana cities. Even if I'll find money on the, on the floor, it won't be up to that one. And unfortunately, I wasn't finding money on the floor. While someone said, I was walking and I saw 50 Ghana cities. I said, hey, I said which road? Which avenue? <laughs> How were you walking? <laughs> Because every time, every time walking, I'm looking on the floor. Because maybe it will happen to me. It never happened to me. Glory to the name of the Lord. I said, glory to the name of the Lord. Tell somebody capacity. Listen, believe you me. Believe you me. Believe you me. Capacity. Capacity. As I'm speaking to you right now, I have to do somebody a favor and 
whereby I paid the person, I said, you, when you get the money, you can come and give it to me. Over 5,000 Ghana cities. So whenever you get the money, you can come and give it to me. Capacity. <laughs> we have not come to do fundraising. We have not come to do fundraising. I want to help somebody, you know, and how to support somebody. And, and I don't want to put pressure on him, so everybody, can you come and help me? No. Say capacity. Yeah, the way you like money. Better say it's very well. Capacity. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. God can give you anything and everything I need. But how much of it can you take? How much can you take? Somebody's wondering, why is God not meeting my needs? Your capacity is very low. Why am I not getting this? Am I not getting money that I'll be able to get a car? You don't have the capacity to possess a car. When you lack capacity, even when you get something, they get, end up getting sports. And there was a time in my life, if you dare buy me a new shoe, the old shoe gets sports. In less than a week. Oh, I'm telling you, seriously. Me, we came from Val. What boy, JK? It means I don't drink beer. <laughs> now, the morning I finished them, now they have double finished them. <laughs> If you buy a, a new dress for me, oh, it was very terrible. I didn't know what was wrong with me. But it was a problem of a spiritual limitation of my life. If you buy a new dress for me, the old one that I used to wear, it will get home. Like, I was not permitted to possess two. I was, no, no, everything must be one, one, one in my life. You can go ask my mother. You can go ask my mother. It go to a time when I was going to, I go to Essence, but I came for vacation one time. My mom said, you have to fast and drill. It looks as though there's something on your life. Anytime something good is going to come in your life, negative things begin to happen. This is my own mother talking to me because she has also studied that thing and noticed it's a trend. And limitation was placed on my life. Someone can take it, you know. It means that if you go to China, you get money. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she believes it too. <laughs> As though, yet they are bobo being so Like, and, and it was very serious. It was very serious. Nothing was working. I'm not permitted to have two. It happened to clothes, shoes, even lace car. If I decide to have an extra lace, the first lace, I'm, I'll be, I'll be tying it down. To get on. Oh, I'm not joking, you know. It's, it's, almost, it's almost like it's unbelievable. Eh? It, it was my life. It was my life. Is it, and the way I'm, somebody's trying not to believe me, but you, when you look in your life, you see that you're also going through the same thing. Yeah, Master, Master, stop that. I am a prophet, so I came here. I can see you. Amen. But today, that limitation shall be broken. After that limitation shall be broken. Now, let me just, I've introduced the subject, let me just quickly go through, and then we are going to pray, and we are going to deal with any limitation in our lives, in regards to our finances. Glory to Jesus Christ. Look, the Bible tells us in Second Kings chapter 4, we read from the verse number 1 to the verse number 6, the Bible says, a certain widow woman came to Elisha, and she said that my husband, your servant, has died, and when he died, he left a death, so the creditor has come that give me your children to compensate for the death. The Bible says that Elisha 
asked them, what do you have in your house? He said, I have but a little bottle of oil. He said, go by a talabaya. Listen to this. He said, go, you and your child, and go and borrow empty vessels. Give me the last scripture. Borrow and what? Vessels abroad of thy neighbors, even empty vessels. Look at what the prophet says. Borrow what? Borrow what? Not a few. It is capacity. He's showing her something. Borrow not a few. The prophet knew that if he left her, she would just have gone to borrow about three or five, and then that would have been it. The Bible says that when she went to borrow, come go to the very next verse. She came and she shut herself in the door with her children, herself, and she started pouring out into those empty vessels. And the Bible says, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. My goodness. That's because, because that was a capacity. When something gets with capacity, God, there's nothing to do with it. You have to set it aside. You have to set it aside. So you realize that sometimes you can see so many blessings, so many opportunities around. But somewhere, somehow, it will come near you by to go to your next person, the next person around you. You are full. Spiritually, they have, you have, they have, you have kept you at a certain level. So you are full, my God. There are some of us, when people see us, they say that we look like we don't need help. We look like we, we don't need that money. My God, my God. But if they knew what was happening to you, after today, people will begin to locate you and they'll say that I am bringing that money to you. Look at his te- second testimony. He said, I feel like doing something for you. Do you have any need? <laughs> what made him think that way? Did you call him? Did you text him? Did you vibe him? Did you Skype him? What, what did you do? Just a seed. And then all of a sudden, spiritual technology. Spiritual technology began to happen. I'm sure the guy was lying down. And something started knocking. You see, he said, I stand at the door and I knock. <laughs> hey! Something started knocking on his heart. And he began to remember the young man's name. You have to do something for him. Today I prophesy. Seven people are going to be released come and do something for you. As I decree and I declare. Fourteen people are rising up to your aid. They are coming to help you. I said they are coming to help you. Look at them coming from the north. Look at them coming from the south. Look at them coming from the east. Look at them coming from the west. They all have one single assignment. They are coming to you. They are coming to help you. They are coming to aid you. Receive divine helpers. Receive destiny helpers. Receive them now. Oh, something is happening. Something is happening. He said, borrow not a few. The Bible he said, pour into each one of them. When it gets full, set it aside. Give us what the scriptures please. Set it aside. The Bible says that and she began, when she began to do that, go to the verse number five. Go to the verse number five quickly. And she went from him and she shut the door upon him and she brought the vessels to her and she poured out. Look at the verse number six. She poured out, and it came to pass, when the vessels were full, that she said unto her son, Bring me yet a vessel. The son should have said, Mama, wait. I am going to look for another empty vessel. You need very wise counsel. If you get silly sounds, they'll stop your blessing. If you get foolish sounds, you cannot understand spiritual things, they'll stop your blessing. He should have said, Mama, wait. Because now she was depending on her son. He said, Ah, bring me yet a vessel. No wonder Bishop Oedepo told his accountant early in his ministry, never come and tell me there's no money. Never come and tell me there's no money. If you, the day you tell me there's no money, I will sack you. Shakata bakalakatosa. 
there's no money people. If you come and tell me there's no credit, I'll touch you. <laughs> my God, my God. <laughs> hey, Arthur, if you come and I'll touch you right now. Amen and amen. We have to get people who have faith like we have. I don't know that will stop our flow. He said, bring me it. And he said, there is not a vessel more. Maximum capacity. What happened? Read it. And they all said, give me another version. Give me another version. Some people don't understand this King James version. <laughs> all that. And you, you go sell and you, no, give me the verse 6. Verse 6. Uh-huh. Read it. And what happened to the oil? The oil did what? Now, I think there's a problem with capacity. Meaning, it could have, oh, it could have kept flowing and flowing and flowing and flowing. It could have kept flowing and flowing and flowing and flowing. But when capacity got to maximum, they all stopped flowing. Some of us, we are not receiving miracles anymore because we have, become, we have gotten to our maximum capacity. We have gotten to our maximum capacity. Now, even when you receive prophecies, they don't work anymore. Your heart is full of familiarity, pride, and a whole lot of things. Your capacity has been limited. Captures. The oil stopped flowing. Why? Because capacity has been attained. Capacity has been attained. Today may God increase your capacity. In Second Kings chapter 13, verse 14 to 19, the Bible tells us about a certain king, Joash, who came to Elisha. The Bible says, Elisha was suffering from illness on his deathbed. And Joash came and said, My father, my father. He cried, The chariots of Israel and the horsemen thereof. The Bible says that, uh, the next verse, the, Elisha said, Get a bow and some arrows. And he did so. Get a bow and some arrows. And he did so. Learn to know when God is giving you a blank check. Learn to know. Some of us are so filled with poverty. That when God asks you, what do you want? You say, oh, I just want one loaf of bread so that I'll be satisfied. But God is going to change that capacity right now. And it is so. Let's go on, please. And take that boy in your hands. And he said to the king of, he said to the king of Israel. And when he had taken it, Elisha put his hand on his hand, on the king's hands. Let's go on. That's the grace of God coming. The oil. Open the east window. And he said, and he opened the shoes. Uh, and Elisha, Elisha said, and he shot. He said, the Lord's arrow of victory, the arrow, the arrow of victory over Aram. Aram was uh, uh, Syria then. Elisha declared, he said, you will completely destroy the Arameans at Aphek. Let's go on. Then he said, take the arrows, and the king took them. And Elisha said, strike the ground. And he struck three times, and what happened? And what happened? So that was capacity had been attained. Look at the next verse. The man of God was angry with him and said, You should have struck the ground five or six times. Then you would have defeated Arab and completely destroyed it. But now you only defeat it only three times. Only how many times? Three times. Why? Capacity. That means that no matter how big his army, no matter how powerful his army is, after the third victory, no other victory. Haven't you realized that after seeing some miracles, now no miracles are coming again? Capacity. 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 Tonight, every limitation is broken. Every limitation is broken. So now, what is the most obvious question over here? Come on, ask me. 
Mitu I'm asking you. <laughs> How do you increase your capacity? I have just four things that the Lord gave me. Number one, increase your vision. Increase your vision. Abraham. We read Genesis 13, verse 14 to 16. He said that what you see, what you see, what is your vision in life? When we think in terms of money, what do you see? Can you see yourself driving a car? Can you see yourself living in your own house? What is your vision? And when I say vision, I'm not talking about imaginational. I'm talking about the thing that is deeply in your spirit. He said, the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it unto thy seed forever. It was a matter of vision. He said, if you see it, you will have it. Genesis chapter 15 verse 5 to 10. The Bible says, And he brought Abraham abroad, and he said, Look now toward heaven, and tell the stars, if thou be able to number them. And he said, So sad I see thee. What was it to him? He had to now see. God said that out of your sea shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Abraham was still having a problem visualizing it. Why? He probably came from a family where the maximum number of your children you can have is 10 children. 5 children. Now if they are saying that out of you all the nations of the earth will be how many children must you see? So he was still, even though the, you see, that is why some prophecies are not happening. No. We are not able to break the barrier in the mind. So even though the prophecy had gone forth, Abraham's vision was limited. And so God needed to change his vision. So he brought him out and said, Look into the skies. How many of you have tried counting the stars before? Is it when you are counting? By the time you think you have finished counting, you see another one that has just appeared. And then another one, and then another one, and then another one. So he saw that, ah, no, 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 no. The thing is beyond what I am I'm thinking. The thing is beyond what I'm thinking. What was God doing? He was helping his vision. So if you want your capacity to increase, the first thing you need to do is to increase your vision. The verse number six, the Bible says, for the first time the Bible declares about Abraham. And Abraham believed in God, and it was counted to him for righteousness. Why? Because his vision has increased. His vision has increased. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse number 11 to the verse number 12. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Jeremiah, what seest thou? Again, vision. He said, I see rod of an almond tree. He then said, the Lord, thou hast seen well. Thou hast seen well. What will happen? I will hasten my word to perform my word. Why? Because his vision had increased. The reason why some things are slow is because your vision is limited. But when you see properly, speed begins to come. Speed begins to come. Speed begins to come. Why are some people seeing unusual delay? Sometimes go and check their vision. Go and check their vision. Number two, how do you increase capacity? Increase meditation. Meditation. Joshua chapter 1, verse number 8. God told Joshua, He said, This book of the law, meditate on the word. Meditation in the word. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you meditate therein day and night. Meditation, day and night. Learn to give attention to thinking, ruminating on the word of God. Letting the word of God get into your spirit. There's something about God's word. When it enters into your spirit, it brings light. The entrance of his word was give a light and bring an understanding to the symbol. It means that it will change the fool to become wise. It can change the fool to become wise. It can change the poor to become rich. Meditation in the word. 
Psalm chapter 1 verse 1 to 3. He said, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of the scoffer. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, like Joshua 1 is. His delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate what? Day and night. What are your meditations? Are you meditating on how difficult things are in Ghana? What are the things you think about? What are the things that have filled your heart? Are you always thinking about your problems? Are you always thinking about the, the, the pain that you are going through? It will affect your vision. It will affect your faith. Rather, take the word of God. Take the promises of God and begin to meditate on them. If the word of God can gain victory in your heart, the word will have victory in your life. What are you meditating on? What is, fill, what is filling your day and your night? When it fills your day and your night meditations, it will enter into your spirit. It will enter into your visions. It will enter into your dreams. It will enter into your expectations. It will now begin to formulate your hopes. Now, you realize that every time you are walking out joy, because you see something better. You see a glorious future. You see a change of story. Somebody, your story is changing. I say your story is changing. Well, how do you change it? Meditation. Verse number three. It says that when you do that, so shall so he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, which bringeth his fruit in his season. His leaves shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall what? Prosper. Why? He meditated. Meditation. First Timothy chapter four verse fifteen. He said, Meditate upon these things. What? The word that he has shared with him. Give thyself wholly to them. That your what? Profiting. So meditation brings profit. Oh, I wish somebody would understand what I'm sharing with you. Meditation. See, so you want to change levels? Meditate on the word of God day and night. Unfortunately, we have a problem. We are dealing with a generation that don't even want to read the Bible. Now, meditation, they don't even want to read the Bible. How will they even meditate? But that is where the answers are. Please give it a try and see. Your prayers for deliverance will begin to reduce. It will begin to reduce. Because something else, wisdom will start coming. Then your prophecy will do what? Appear. Manifestation. Manifestation shall begin to come. Manifestation shall begin to come. Glory to Jesus. Number three. How do you increase capacity? Increase and upgrade your confessions. You can pull your life up with your mouth. You can pull your life out of your mouth. It says, in life and death are in the power of the sun. They that love it, they shall eat the fruit thereof. What are you saying about your life? Do you know that God is limited by His word? The Bible says He has lifted up His word above all of His name. So the capacity of God is His word. That is why God gets what He says. <laughs> he gets what He says. You want to see another level. Speak bigger than your current level. You see, you may live humbly, but don't let your mouth be humble. Don't let your mouth be humble. I can never be poor in my life. I can never be poor in my life. I cannot ever lack. All things are coming to me. I enjoy the best. I wear the most expensive clothes. I drive the most expensive cars. Yes, wisdom will teach you that, yes, manage what you have. But, you see, nobody can arrest you when you speak big. Can anybody arrest when you speak big? No. Confessions. It is a principle of faith. 
You cannot live above the level of your words. You cannot live above the level of your words. So, if you are 1,000 Ghana CD level, begin to confess 10,000 Ghana CDs. I bless people with thousands of CDs. Millions of CDs. I give, I'm a blesser. I'm a blesser. I bless in abundance. Your mouth. Your mouth. Do you know that one of the ways by which God changed Abraham's story was to change his mouth? The Bible said that God appeared to him and said that from today you will not be called Abraham anymore. You will be called Abraham. But Abraham means exalted father. Exalted father is honorary father. Even though the person is not a father because of the age or because of the position, you call the person father. But Abraham means you are a real father and not just a father, a father of nations. So he made him change his conversions. I can just imagine a day came and Abraham called all his household and everybody come. Everybody come. Ata, Kwame, Kweku, bring your wife. Everybody come. We have a meeting. Say, what is going to happen? Are we about to travel? Everybody come. So from today, if you call me Abraham, I'll back you. I'm now Abraham because I'm a father of many nations. He said, hey, oh, the man is going crazy. <laughs> and he said, Madam, don't call her Sarai anymore. Call her Sarah because she's a mother of many nations. He said, well, look, that is a problem when you marry a madman. But do you know what happened? A year about that time, I became his confession. His confession. He pulled his, himself and his wife out of barrenness. Oh my God. Out of impotence with his mouth. You can change your life with your words. Just the course of your life with your confessions. What are you saying? Are you a poor person? I can never be poor. Someone keeps saying it. I can never be poor. Can you be poor? Are you a poor person? No, 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 no. I'm a landlord. I'm an owner of houses and lands and cars. Listen, if you want to borrow a car, come and see me. Come and see me. You want me to lend a car to you? Come and see me. I will not even take any. I'll fill the tank for you. My God, my God, my God. When you come and there's no car, don't worry. Tomorrow you come. My confession to produce the car. Are you understanding me? Your words. That's why I encourage parents to speak over the lives of their children. You are generating a future. Even if it is not what you are able to do. Look at Bishop, uh, at Bishop Benson Nidahosa. His pastor said that, I have not healed the, I have not raised the dead before, but I believe you can do it. I believe that that confession upgraded at Bishop Benson Nidahosa at once. About even his, past, his pastor. Even if you have not attained a certain level, use your words to let your children attain it. My children will never suffer in life. They'll never go backwards. They can only keep getting better and better. Ah, I said they can keep getting better and better. What am I doing? I'm increasing their capacity. So even if my capacity is limited, their capacity cannot be limited. Confessions. Declare it. Genesis 17, verse 1 to 17, you see what I said over there. That is how God operates. Isaiah chapter 46, verse 9 says, He said, Remember the former things of old, for I am God, and there's none like me. I am God, there's none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning. Be- declaring the end. When you start school, declare that I have finished the school. And I'm finishing with the best grades. Whether you have seen a handout or not. Whether you have started the classes or not. Don't wait for the classes. Begin to speak it. He's a apostle and high priest of our confession. Glory to Jesus Christ. He said, let the weak say, I am strong. Joel chapter 3 verse 10. And then the last one. 
very, very effective way of changing and upgrading our capacity. Increase your seed. Increase your seed. Increase your seed. Every year, I increase my offerings. Every year, I increase my offerings. Sometimes uncomfortably so. But then I have realized something. When I increase my offerings, somewhere, somewhere, I pull myself into that level. There was a certain man who went to see his boss. That boss, I think I want uh, an, uh, uh, what thing? I want a raise in my salary. So let's say he was receiving 800 Ghana cities. And the next level of promotion, he was supposed to receive 1,000 Ghana cities. The boss said, no, I cannot promote you at this time. And so you continue in the 800 Ghana city level. When he, when, after he left the boss's office, he went to church, he went to thank God. And from the next month, he started paying uh, a tithe to 100 Ghana cities. That means that he was not paying the tithe of the next level. First month, he paid 800 Ghana cities he received. Second month, he paid 800 Ghana cities. Third month, when his salary came, it was 1,000 Ghana cities. Is it fatal? Increase your seed. Increase your seed. Increase your seed. In the book of Genesis, chapter number 15, you see, Abraham will always be our case study because he used all the principle of faith. Every time I'm looking for a principle of faith, Abraham will manifest it. That man, I don't know why he's doing that. The Bible says that when God brought him out to come and count the stars, and then he saw, wow, that is how my seed are going to be. In the Bible says he believed God. He believed God. And it was counted to him for righteousness. Verse number 7. And he said unto him, I am the Lord thy God. Is any time you catch the vision, God begins to speak to you. God begins to speak to you. And look at the verse number 8. And he said, Lord God, how shall I know that I shall inherit this? It was almost as though he was becoming double-minded. But look at what God uses to stamp what you are going to do. The verse, and he said, take an heifer of three. Basically, when you read down, it meant that he told him to come and sacrifice. To come and sacrifice. Because sacrifice increases your spiritual capacity. You cannot prosper beyond your le- the highest level of sacrifice. Today, 50 Ghana cities can produce 2,000 Ghana cities. But it may not be able to produce 20,000 Ghana cities. It may not be able to produce the 500,000 Ghana cities that you are watching for. So, what do you do? You upgrade. You watch your spiritual landscape and you upgrade. You watch your spiritual, you, you mark and you gauge and you rather than know, this is the limitation I'm experiencing in my life. My capacity seems to be at this level. You see, many people think it will happen by accident or by miracle. No. You are supposed to work the miracle. It's as though today I'm preaching to only you. You are supposed to work the miracle. So, increase your seed. There is a certain level of manifestation of miracle signs and wonders you used to experience because your seed has gotten to a certain level. Now, it's as though you are not able to see beyond that. It means that it is time for you to upgrade. When you see yourself stuck at a particular place, one month, two months, three months, there is no change. It means that you have plateaued. You have plateaued. You must do something to increase your capacity. Oh, we came for miracle service. Papa just prophesied to us and let us go. It's all this long talking. Listen, if you can catch this, the miracle is done. I said the miracle is done. When God wanted to take him to the next level, Genesis 22, he said, give me your son. Give me your only son. Well, you see, it was not just a test too. 
it was to upgrade his capacity. It was after that that miracles started happening all around him. Your seed. Your seed. Solomon. First Kings chapter 3. From verse 3 to the verse number 5. The Bible says Solomon loved the Lord. And he went to sacrifice unto the Lord in Gibeon. First Kings chapter number 3. He went to sacrifice uh, unto the Lord in Gibeon. First Kings chapter number 3. Verse number 3 please. And Solomon loved the Lord, and walking in the senses of his, uh, David his father, only he sacrificed and burnt incense in high places. Go to the verse number 4. And the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there, for that was a great high place. What did he sacrifice? A thousand offerings did Solomon offer unto the Lord. One thousand offerings did he offer unto the Lord. As soon as he had done it, verse number 5, and God appeared to him in Gibeon. And they asked him, what do you want, Solomon? Solomon said, I want wisdom. The Bible said, God said, that what you have asked for is good. Verse number 11, he said, because you did not ask for the life of your, your enemies, or ask for riches or other things, therefore I am going to give you wisdom. And in verse number 13, he said that, I am going to also give you riches and honor, and you shall stay long on this earth. Why? Because he sacrificed. The man became very smart. In the chapter number 8 of the same book, he, he has finished building the temple of God. And there, my God, Solomon Showboy. Solomon Showboy. In the verse number uh, 63 of First Kings, the Bible says, oh, Solomon offered, the first one, how many did he offer? Thousand, right? Now, look at the chapter number 8, the verse number 63. The man has seen that sacrifice works. Sacrifice went. So, in the chapter number 8, verse number 63. My goodness. Oh, dear. And Solomon offered a sacrifice of peace offerings, which he offered unto the Lord. Two and twenty thousand. That's what? Twenty-two thousand. What's the skill factor? The first one was one thousand. The man wanted to take himself to a higher level. No wonder Solomon did not even go to war, but he killed the richest king. He knew how to change his levels. 22,000 and 120,000 sheep. So which one is the actual skill factor? So the king and all the children of Israel dedicated the house of the Lord. Chapter number 9, God appeared to him again. Chapter number 9, because the man has seen that, and this time God did not ask him what he wanted to do. He said, I've heard your prayer, I'll do everything I have said. If you want to increase capacity, four ways. Number one, increase your vision. Number two, increase meditation. Number three, increase your confession. Increase and upgrade your confession. Speak big. Tell somebody speak big. Don't speak at your level. Speak above your level. People will start saying that you are proud. That's the problem with Ghanaians. When you speak big, they say you are proud. They say you are proud. They say, oh, oh no, no, no. Oh, yes, yes, yes. No, no, don't worry. Keep speaking. One day, they'll realize that your shishi will manifest. And they'll want to be like you. Learn to talk big. Tell somebody, learn to talk big. And then number four. Increase your seed. Increase your seed. Glory to Jesus Christ. Tonight, I decree and I declare, let every limitation to your capacity be removed. I said, let every limitation to your capacity be removed. Rise up to your feet wherever you are. And begin to pray in the Spirit. Look, my work is done. My work is done. This is Kingdom Finance Convention. You all know, operating a more than you can carry order. Learn these things. Learn these things. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. 
Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say, Father. Father. Let every limitation. Let every limitation. To my capacity. To my capacity. Be broken. Be broken. In the name of Jesus in Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Judges chapter number one. The Bible tells us about a time when the Lord wanted to bring deliverance to the children of Israel. And one of their biggest antagonists was Adoni Bezek. The Bible said they chased Adoni Bezek and they captured him. And the verse number six, they did something to him. The Bible says, but Adoni Bezek fled and they pursued after him and caught him and cut off his thumbs and his great toes. His thumbs and his great toes. Can you hold to anything properly without your thumb? Can you hold anything properly without your thumb? A limitation. A limitation. They cut off his toes. You cannot run very fast. A limitation. They introduce a limitation in his life. If you go to the verse number 7, Abdoni Bezer confessed that, Ah, God has done to me what I have been doing to people. He said there are thousands, about uh, three score and ten, seventy kings have, having their thumbs and their great toes cut off, gathered their meat under a tree. As I have done, so God has done to me. So he too, he knew the principle of bringing limitation. Sometimes, can I tell you something? Sometimes, there are some things that are more terrible than death. When you die, it's as though certain problems are ended. But sometimes, the devil will just put a certain limitation so that all the time you keep seeing a certain, that limitation. And then, all the time you are frustrated, all the time you are frustrated, an attack on your tongues. And an attack on your tools. Tonight, we are going, the Lord gave me this prophetic act. That we are going to deal with anything that is attacking our thumbs and our tools. Anything that is affecting our capacity. Glory to Jesus. Can I get some oil? Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Your prayer is very weak. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say my father, my father. My father, my father. Tonight, let every limitation to my capacity be removed. Say father, as I pray, every limitation preventing my next level be destroyed now. In the name of Jesus. Clap your hands and begin to pray right now. I Every limitation to my breakthrough, every limitation to my victory, let the limitation be destroyed, let the limitation be removed, right now, right now, restore my tongue, restore my tongue, restore my tongue, restore my tongue, anything that has been cut off to bring limitation, Father, as I pray, let it be removed, let it be removed, let it be removed. Let me come out of the place of limitation. Are you praying? Pray specifically. You know the area where you are experiencing limitation. You know the area where you are being incapacitated. 
Any attack on your vision, any attack on your confession, any limitation, and so for so to the Listen, it could be in terms of marriage, it could be in terms of business breakthrough, it could be that nobody is supposed to travel in your family. Maybe yours could be like mine. They said don't have anything more than one. Any limitation. And it's not a sin if you have three cars. Is it a sin if you have five cars? Is it a sin if you have three houses? If you decide to sleep in one and you leave the other one and there's nobody sleeping, is, is it a sin? No, you can have more. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more inquiries, visit our website www.ebenezaokonipa.com or call 0546-36-3957. God bless you.